Welcome to the Rough Road Podcast. I'm your host, Lee Steele. Today I'm joined again by my wife by popular demand. She needs no introduction. Um, <clears throat> actually, uh, we're sitting down today to kind of do a recap of the past 12 episodes um, of the podcast, kind of what what we've gleaned from it, and uh, you know, kind of just what we felt about uh, about the discussions we've had. So... What did, uh, tell Good me some deal. things about, uh, let's start off with the littles, our second, my second episode. Yeah. Well, we're going to skip the first one cause no one wants to hear about that, but <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to talk about, <clears throat> it's hard to talk about yourself and what you learned from that. Cause I've kind of already done that. So, well, I learned from my episode that I'm an amazing wife. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I learned from mine. <laughs> I was told that by a lot of people actually. So. Well, thank you. Oh, you don't need to thank me. Um, yeah, Someone else is, said it, not me. <laughs> this is like our uh, season one recap. That's what we called it. We have a nephew yeah. that said he he's not going to listen to him until he could listen to the whole season and like binge listen. So this is the end of our first season, right? But the truth is, is uh, what's going on is uh, we're gonna we're gonna be out of town, so um, I'm probably gonna miss two weeks of episodes. So um, this is just kind of. Yeah, we thought it was kind a good recap. time to wrap it up yeah, a little bit. And then end of the season, 12 episodes is a season, right? And that's how it goes for TV. So that's good enough for the podcast. So we're going to miss a couple weeks, but I wanted to go over uh, just some of the, some of the things. What did you learn from the first episode? With you and Matt? Yeah. Well, it just. Some things uh, that you gleaned from that. Well, just that. that your husband's really screwed up. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Um, <clears throat> that episode was really emotional for me. Why is that? Well, because hearing... A little too close to home. Yeah, I mean, it hit close to home. But it made me feel really grateful. Um, When you talked a lot about, you know, you found your purpose and that your purpose was our children. And, like, I always knew that you were devoted to our family, but that just helped me, you know, reassured me and kind of reconfirmed how dedicated you are to our family. So that's what I gleaned from that episode. But I think, you know, every listener could learn that when you're going through something traumatic, that um, to find a purpose and on the hard days is when you need to dig deep and remember that purpose. So I think right. that that's probably the most beneficial thing that I learned from that episode. Yeah, I, t- I talk a lot about that when I, uh, I talk a lot about crawling on those days. Sometimes uh, you gotta crawl to get to your your end goal, right? Yeah. Um, so, and there was a lot of crawling going on during the the, <laughs> the past. You know, it's been eight years now, but eight and a half years, and there's been a lot of crawling that went along uh, with that. Um, and a lot of time that I probably wasn't even crawling. I was just kind of hanging out and yep. feeling sorry for myself. So. Um, your next episode was about the littles and yeah. uh, Ryan and Kathy and Man, I was de- I was uh, really taken back by how much they actually lost mm-hmm. during the crash. Like, I like it was bad for us, but man, it was really bad for them. Yeah. Well, I kind of feel like for us because we're always kind of, you know, we've re- we've never been rolling in it, so it didn't affect us that much because I felt like we didn't have a lot to begin with. Right. So. It didn't really affect us as much as some other people. But the thing that I learned from Ryan and Kathy is that it's okay to have to start over. 
and right. just their resilience in doing that. That was really impressive how resilient they were. And that, they kind um, of lean on each other. Mm-hmm. They kind of got closer and just buckle up because here it comes. Yeah. We're gonna... And it really humbles you to have to start over. And they just, I feel like they did it with such grace that right. it was um, really impressive. Yeah. And then my episode was the next one. And like I said, I learned what an amazing wife I am. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing wife I am. No, but. Um, I got a lot, I actually, I got a lot of really good feedback from your episode um, from, from a well, lot of different people. Naturally. Naturally, right. And I've had people tell me that it's their favorite. So, um, <clears throat> so that's, that's good. Uh, that, that's always a good thing when, um, you know, if one person says, oh, you know, that's my favorite, then, okay, that, that just might have hit <laughs> home with them. Pain, right. Right. But when multiple people tell you that it's, it, it really does mean that it really hit. Yeah. And I think, <clears throat> I think the reason that a lot of people, and I got something in my throat, excuse me. <clears throat> I think a lot of people, a lot of reason why people, um, really like that episode a lot is because it was like completing full circle of kind of my your situation story, right? and kind of, and kind of gave it from your perspective, which is, you know, different and unique and you from did, mine. And you did get a comment that, um, you were, the uh, listener was able to tell that we are very comfortable with each other. Right. So hence why I was invited back. <laughs> Actually, this episode was my idea. I told Lee that he should not exactly do a, a little I, recap. I humored you. I humored you. <laughs> <laughs> the next one up was our good friends, the, uh, Victoria Larson. And uh, that was really good. It, just about perseverance and just keep going, even though... Yep. You know, you know, they're th- still walking through it. Right. And they'll, they'll be walking through it forever. Right. I, I don't think, I don't think Emma will ever, um, quote unquote, grow out of it. Obviously she won't. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a brain It's a brain issue. malformation. Yeah, a like brain her brain's not going to so reform. It's, it's never going to get to how, you know, ours are or right. how our kids are or anything like that. But they walk through it with so much, um. They're so happy. Yeah, like, like it positivity. Like, yeah. and um, I'm sure they have their down days, but we know them pretty well. Yeah, we're we're really good friends with them. So it's they are amazing parents, right? And Victoria just she takes everything just as it comes. Stride. Yeah, doesn't really freak out. So not even when her daughter cut her own hair. Or yeah. Like that. <laughs> so yes. perseverance, like they are just right. Um, one really awesome quote that I heard in the last little while that I told Lee about was that um, God lives in perseverance. And uh, I think that Jared and Victoria Larson embody that. Yeah. God lives in perseverance. I agree. The next one up was Austin's. Um, I actually, up to that point, his was, his blew up. Like his, his went crazy a lot of listens and a lot of people really liked it uh, i got a, a lot of really good feedback from his as well that was um, a really hard one to listen to if um just as a reminder this is the one who um, austin's dad had moved in with him and had had some addiction issues and <clears throat> he ended up having to kick him out he, and, uh, he had to ask him to leave and then unfortunately he took his own life he, yeah and it, that's just a lot to handle and i was so and he, and he feels he feels guilty for it so that that's a tough that's a tough 
thing to handle is that guilt. I know all about that whole blaming yourself, the guilt that goes along with that. Man, it's tough. I was really amazed with um, when I listened to Austin's episode just about how he put his wife and his kids first and he knew that he had to protect them and make sure that their life was, um, you know, their home atmosphere was safe and that they could thrive in their home. And I was really impressed with that. And I was also impressed with um, what a hard worker he was. He talked about having um, having to take extra jobs, and uh, I think he talked about Work how he hard, drove right. for Uber <clears throat> just so that he could make money to support his family. And to um, he had they had to do some repairs on their home, and yep. I was just really impressed with what a hard worker he was, and how he is. really right. yeah, how hard worker he is, and how he put his family first. I was really yeah, impressed that was, by that. That was good. Um, yeah, I, I, that was a good. That was a good interview. I really enjoyed that one. Um, and, and that was actually the first interview I did that I I didn't know the guest before they came on. Really, I'd only talked to him for a half hour before I interviewed him. So that was that was interesting for me on my side. Um, so that was it was good though. I think I think. Um, and one thing that I, I'll save it till later. The next one was uh, Stephen and Aaron Webb. Um, so up to that point, um, I don't know what my favorite one was up to that point. I'm really conceited, so it was probably mine. Um, <laughs> and then when when I interviewed Stephen and Aaron Webb, um, that was my my favorite, just because of all the all that they went through. Man, the they are just an amazing couple. Right. That theirs is still my favorite. In fact, I've listened to it twice. Oh wow! Um, because I really enjoyed it, and I just loved how they leaned on each other. And she talked about when the, looking up, just look in their eyes. Look up. Yeah. Yep. Just look, look in up. somebody's eyes to see what they're going through. That was something that stuck out to me. But also during their the time when their twins were born, and then when their son was going through cancer just that they leaned on each other and how another another example of it, drawing them closer together yeah, like the how, littles how strong their right their marriage is and it's definitely um their relationship is one that uh we should all emulate it's really they're a great couple well i'm no steven so that ain't gonna happen <laughs> um and i'm not an Aaron either i'm not a girl so i'm not her um, but yeah, they're a great example of what, what you should aim, how you should aim to have your relationship. I I think. So the next one was, uh, Rush Smith. Now he's a really good friend of mine. I've, I've known him for years and years and years, and we do a lot of stuff together, um, throughout the year activities, different activities. And I've had a lot of experience with Mason in general. Love the kid. He's, <laughs> he's one of a kind. Um, and I, I really liked his, um, just, you know, talking about Mason and how he just loves, Mm -hmm. loves people like, oh yeah, he just, it doesn't matter. And he can make you feel like, like you were missed more than anyone else. (laughs) And (laughs) I think that, um, and he hasn't seen you for a little bit. 
I I really and they're, admire and they're, how rushed. they're another they're another couple that man they have so much patience. Yeah, they do. Um, to deal with what they what they get to deal with with him, and like uh, good great kid, but man, he, he's got his own little handfuls that you know his own quirks and stuff that you got to deal with. Um, when he's just all over you and just won't leave you alone, keeps asking you questions and and the same questions like eight different ways. And, <sighs> I've admi- I admire how much Rush loves his family. Yeah. Loves his children. And it was also really interesting. Um, he talked about his experience on the scout trip going down the river. Mm-hmm. And our son was part of that. And it was, I really enjoyed hearing it from his perspective because I had only ever heard it from Christian's perspective. So I enjoyed listening to that and hearing right. his take on it and just how. Um, how much he cares about all those boys you could you could tell right i enjoyed that well and i knew so i drove him from the end spot where they ended up getting out an emergency and getting out to down to get his truck and he was just broke up about it like i've never seen him that way he was really really having a hard time um yeah i think it you know just going through that experience and seeing you know Everything that could go wrong did go wrong. It seemed like, and and you know he re- he really could have lost some boys on that trip, and and I think it it just hit home with him that you know it's you never know what's going to happen. So so that was uh, he handled it really good though. Oh yeah, um, in the moment. So that that was that was great. Um, I would definitely trust him to take my kid down there. I was just going to say again. I trust him. Yeah. He's a good guy. Well, and and it's funny after Christian listened to it, he he actually went and told Rush, "Hey, when we need to go down that river. You Riley, <laughs> me and my dad." <laughs> so, that was good. So, the next one up was uh Amy Tenza. That was interesting because I'd never met her before. Actually, I had never talked to her before the interview, not not for 2 seconds. So, the first time I met her was when I walked in her door. And, and shook started her hand. recording. No, well, no, I mean, we talked for a minute beforehand while I was setting stuff up, but, um, yeah, I'd never met her. And so that was, in, it's always interesting to interview someone that you never met, uh, because you, you don't know them, right? right? Like a, a lot of the other guests that we've had, um, I've known, I know So you them. have a rapport with them. Yeah, I have a rapport and I kind of know their the ins, story ins and a outs bit, a little yeah. bit and, and stuff, but this and I learned a lot from Amy's. Oh, her um, story is so interesting, and she is so well spoken and so knowledgeable. I learned a lot by listening to her to right. that podcast. I mean, I learned a lot about IVF and just she was so knowledgeable and so impressive. But one thing I told Lee is I felt like he was a little too hard on her, but she just held her <laughs> own, and that was the first thing I I called him after I listened to that episode, and I told him. You were a little hard on her. I don't. I think that you should have went a little easier on her. And but she held her own, and she was so well spoken, so knowledgeable. So I really I, enjoyed listening to that one. You know the communication that I had with, um, with them after the episode. Um, I didn't. I didn't get that feeling that, like it didn't. It you, didn't. You, yeah, like I didn't get the feeling like yeah, I was too her. hard on her. I, I thought no, you were I, a little. And bit. I think yeah. Well, you were wrong. Uh, (laughs) 
The next one was uh, uh, Gary Bryce, and he's a, he's a friend of mine. I've been friends with him for man since two thousand and four, basically two thousand five, something like that. I've known him for years and years and years, and I'd heard bits and pieces of his story, but I'd never heard the whole thing. So as a um, reminder, his story was getting, getting lost, lost in the Grand Canyon. In the Grand Canyon, right. And he also told a really interesting story about his grandson. Yeah. Leaving their home in the middle of the night. Yeah, that was interesting. <laughs> you know, that was really scary. But um, his story to me was very relatable because he doesn't like camping. I don't like camping. We both had, you know, it's kind of interesting now that I'm thinking about it. We both had experiences with camping at a right around the same age. I think he said right. he was only about 12. And he was, I was 15. Oh, 15. He was 15, yeah. So around the same age, just within a couple of years of each other, and um, very relatable. Like, I have not been a fan of camping ever since then, and neither has he, and so that was relatable to listen to. And I found it funny that he said that he just decided that he could live without camping for yeah. his life. And I, he didn't need to camp. Could, I could too. <laughs> Um, but I also loved his unless whole, we go to the sand dunes and you got to camp. So which and I and I've camped since my experience. But um, but I remember um, when we first moved here to Arizona, we remember we went camping out uh-huh. there. It was really difficult by Gold Canyon. For me. You were up like almost all night. All night. Wanted my me sweet, to stay up with you. My sweet sister Monica stayed up with me. I was up with you for a little bit too. Not as long um, as she was. I also loved. Um, I thought it was funny about Gary needing to be within a couple blocks of a Circle K. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. That's just to get his fix, though, I think, for, for drinks and snacks and whatnot. Right. Which I can I can relate to. Um, <clears throat> so the next one up is, and we should just really breeze over this one, <laughs> uh, Sharon Valentino, my mother-in-law. So that was a really interesting, um, I'd never really heard the backstory of her of her parents, your grandparents and I know and she all the struggles, parents. all the struggles that they went through and just, they just took it in stride. And I come from a line of resilient women. That's for sure. My grandmother was an amazing person. My mother is amazing. If anybody ever, um, meets my mom, they always comment Number one, she's stunningly beautiful. People <laughs> always tell me how stunning she Especially is. Especially her hair. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, she's just a wonderful person. And I really loved. She's uh, got a bubbly personality, like a friendly yeah, personality. Just a great person. And, just a great person. Right. And, uh, but I really liked in her uh, podcast when she was talking about, you know, I lived through all of the financial struggles that we had growing up and. But I really loved how she said um, she would tell herself that tomorrow I'm taking the day off. I'm not going to worry for the whole day. I'm going to take the day off. And I really liked that. That was some good advice there. Yeah, she's definitely a woman that's going to make her cry when she hears this. But she's definitely, if she's not already crying, she probably already is. Uh, She's definitely a woman, one of the most forgiving women I've ever met. I agree. Um, She embodies... Uh, charity, yeah, pure love of Christ. She embodies it. And something um, on a side note, a little joke. When we were growing up, my mom is a very emotional person. She wears her heart on her sleeve, 
And I think we, she wears her heart on someone else's <laughs> sleeve too. <laughs> when we were growing up, I would always say to her, like, mom, like if we were going to something that was, you know, a concert or a recital or some kind of performance thing at church or program at church, I would always say to her, please, mom, whatever you do, don't cry. And, um, but she always did. And, but I, I remember being young and telling her that a lot. And the older I get, the more I'm like her. I cry. Yeah. You cry sure pretty do. easily. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> so the next one up was Tim Warnick. And this is actually, um, this has actually been the hardest episode that I've ever done with Tim. It hits really close to home, um, where he's at, um, kind of him and I are, uh, went through a lot of the same similar emotions and and now, even though mine wasn't, you know, a sibling or a child or anything like that of mine, it wasn't a family member. So as a reminder, Tim suffers from PTSD. His son, Mitch passed away, um, October 17th. So coming up here pretty soon. And you know, from his, um, when you came home that night after, uh, yeah. after recording the podcast with him, you were in a somber mood and, and even you and day. I, you and I talked about it, talked about your experience and some of the things that you had discussed with him. <clears throat> and I remember that night I was talking with you and I got emotional and I was just, it's such a heavy topic, yeah. you know, uh, suicide and and especially in somebody so young and it's such a heavy topic and then so I knew that um you know I kind of knew what what the podcast was going to be about but after listening to Tim he is such an amazing person just positive yeah super super positive through the whole thing I told Lee I was I'm not that way I told Lee that that he needed to text him and tell him (laughs) I could not believe how many times Tim referred to him and his wife as being blessed. And I just thought, oh my goodness, what a positive take on it. And he had talked about, you know, having a lot of support and having people around him and what a blessing that was. But just how many times he said the word blessed in a podcast where he was talking about something so traumatic and so personal. And for him to keep using that word, I just thought, how admirable is that? And then the other thing that he used that I thought of today, um, that someone's drama could be someone's trauma. trauma. Right. And that was a that's a really good catchphrase. And I was right. thinking about that today. Um, I work at a school and, you know, we see some, <clears throat> there are some kids out there that really, you know, have it rough, have a hard life. And, uh, and to not ask what's wrong with the kid ask what happened what happened to them to get them there some some training we received recently and that's like uh it reminded me when when tim was sharing his story about his sweet son mitch it wasn't what was wrong with mitch it was what happened to mitch right and the things that happened to him as a as a child right but it's uh, it's just he's just a remarkable man and i can only imagine his wife is the same Right. But I was just so impressed by him. And it was, that was a heavy episode to listen to. When it was hard for me, I, I got, so it was, you know, three hours and 20 minutes long and it was really difficult for me to do. And, and I came home, I was a little so- somber and, you know, I was kind of 
not somber because of me, but somber because I really just, just went the through experience. the ringer of listening yeah. to this and how terrible it, I can just imagine the emotions and stuff that he's going through. Cause I've, mm-hmm. I've been through a lot of those emotions and I know what that's like. And man, I know the situation's a little different, but you know, we both struggle with PTSD and we both, you know, blame ourselves. And there's a lot of things that are very, um, similar yeah. in, in how we handled it. Uh, he handled a lot better than I did, of course. Um, but yeah, he, he's just a very amazing person. person. And, th- and that was another one that I had never, I talked to him for a little bit on the phone beforehand. Um, and we have a mutual friend that, that kind of told me what happened and that's how I got a hold of him. And I'm really glad that he agreed to come on the episode because yeah. I was, I was actually super nervous when it was, you know, a three hour podcast because, you know, since episode one, I've been getting critiqued on your two. It's too long. They're too long. They're we too have long. some friends that think. Well, and you, you, you said it too. And, and Sometimes so. I think they drag on a little, but not too bad. You've told me they're too long before. Anyway, that's beside the point. I had got a lot of critiquing of how long they were. And then I'm going to put out this episode that's over three hours long. And I remember after, so I always, after I, after they go up the night they go up. So at 9 PM that night they go up, I will turn it on and listen to it that night. And I'll usually listen to the whole thing. I did. I couldn't that night. I was, I couldn't do it. Uh, so I waited till the next day and I listened to it the next day, but, um, I, I got some feedback from a friend of mine. Um, and he, he called me or he texted me. And he, and he just told me, is this really three hours long? <laughs> and I go, yeah, it is. And I go, why, how far are you? And, and he's like, I'm 47 minutes in and I'm only a third of the way done. So it took me a couple days to listen to it, yeah. but it was definitely worth the listen. Like I said, Tim's an amazing man. It's something else that really stuck out to me. And I actually, um, commented to a coworker, about is how he said you know with halloween coming up yeah how there's decorations that portray hangings and and just thought to myself like you know i feel like there you know people can be a little more sensitive towards that so i thought that really struck me so you're not putting those decorations up this year i won't i won't i don't usually decorate for halloween but (laughs) it really made me think right like being Maybe having a little more sensitivity towards those kinds yeah. of things, but he's just. I, d- a I good definitely, man. I definitely. He's he's. Uh, you know, it's it's been almost two years, and he's still in the thick of it. He's got a great attitude, and he's in a, a pretty good place. Um, but you know, he's not out of the woods, and I. That's I think that's what one of the things that made it so hard is that I know that he's not out of the woods yeah. and I can see that just, um, like what, what you're talking about, the, the shirts and the decorations for Halloween and, and him saying that, you know, he wants to, he tries to avoid it as best he can. And, um, unfortunately I didn't have that opportunity, uh, to do that, but, and that, and that's a blessing and a curse all at once, right. not being able to, to avoid it. 
uh, to avoid your the right. scene of your accident. Right. Well, and not only day. that, just um, you know, seeing accidents. With, you right. remember driving with me? Seeing driving, accidents was seeing, terrible. Even still to this day, if we see people pulled over in the gore point, it just. I mean, my stomach sinks. Yeah. So we've always told we've told all our kids that if you get if you get a flat tire on the freeway, pull off the freeway. Don't pull in the gore point. Um, never pull in the yeah, gore point never, for anything. Or pull off the side of the freeway. It's it's. I would rather buy it. a new rim and a new tire than than lose a child or have to go through that. Right. It's just not worth it it's, to me. It's, it's, not. it's you know. Um, something else that I was really impressed with, with, uh, Tim Warnock is, um, how encouraging he was towards you. <laughs> like here he's going through this really difficult yeah. spot in his life, but he was such an encouragement to you. It's just, he was, it really just shows you how good man. of a person he's he a good is. Man. Right. Yeah. And, and it's no wonder that his son was the way that he was yeah. with helping people and stuff because, because Tim, Tim and his wife have got to be that way or he, or their son wouldn't be that way. And I know he likes to say, oh, no, it, it's not me. It's not me. That's how he was born. And da, da. Um, But I I lean more towards, yes, that he probably did have that in him. But if it wasn't, if it wasn't encouraged and if they didn't um, model that behavior. Yeah, model that behavior, then he uh-huh. wouldn't have learned that. So, And then the, the last episode that I did was with Todd Terry and, He's a longtime friend also. We met him when we moved into our house. Yeah. Um, he was here that next day or whatever. He helped us spread rock and <laughs> right. a lot of rock, our, like twenty five ton of rock. <laughs> Don't believe the rock people when you go to order rocks. They lie. <laughs> yeah. They want to oversell you rock. But his story was really interesting. Yeah. And uh but the thing that I I don't know if anybody caught this in the episode, but he talked about holding that hat. He actually has the hat, the hat he was wearing. I don't know if anybody caught that, but it's an actual hat. I've seen, I saw it that night and it's just so amazing. It does not have a hole in the front and you look on the inside and there's a hole about the size of a quarter on the underside of the hat. Amazing. Yeah. And I don't know how that happens. I, I, I think, um, if I had to guess, it's probably from when his skull got crushed and it's probably from the bone in his head cutting the inside. Oh, I wonder. That's what I would think. Because how, how would a big quarter-sized branch go through the hat and then not leave a mark on I the know, outside? not leave a hole. Um, I mean, there's just some marring and stuff on the outside and a little tiny hole or whatever, like the size of a pencil lead or something. But nothing like big like was on the inside. So, But it, something I really liked about, about Todd's is just his his perspective on life since then that you know he you know all the things that he basically got put through the ringer getting hit with a tree and then the neurologist that wasn't really a neurologist i couldn't like he's so that. lucky to be to when be alive I, when i heard because i listened to that podcast last night and when i heard that you had already gone to bed and i was going to come in and wake you up and say to you i cannot believe that he yeah. had a doctor operate on his brain that wasn't a doctor and it was a lead that doctor wasn't a doctor that's that's even that's the most amazing part is that it was the actual lead doctor and had the other doctor not know that he wasn't a doctor he must be a really good actor that was amazing that yeah. was kind of a funny i mean it's it's not funny but it is like looking back on it now it's like 
crazy. Right. But, um, but I really admire how he talked about, you know, there was a reason why he was purpose, still here and he, purpose, he right? yeah, he had, he had something to accomplish in his life and, um, just how he expressed his love for his family and, um, and they, and, and their that. family hasn't had it easy either. Yeah. You know, there his wife's other, had issues. I'm going to have her on the podcast, hopefully. Um, and we're going to talk about they've that. They've walked but, through a lot of other trials. Yeah. And, and, and during the, the recession of 008, like the littles, he basically lost everything too. So he went through that side of it also. Yeah. So they've been, they've, they've been through the ringer and. He's got a real positive attitude. Yep. You know, he said to walk through it, walk over it. Yep. Walk around it. Yep. Some days you might need to walk around it, but walk through it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And so the, the one thing that I've kind of gathered from doing this from, from all these different situations, you know, every situation is different than the situation that I've been through and, uh, some are similar, but most of them are completely different. Uh, but one thing that I've learned from interviewing these folks is that the road back to where you want to be is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a lot of, a lot of hard work and a lot of, um, sacrifice on, on like if it was me, a lot of sacrifice on my side, um, sacrificing my own being comfortable and, and that, mm-hmm. you know, you got to put yourself out there and you got to trudge through the, through the swamp. There's right. no other way to get there. Cause if you go around it, you're, you're not, you're never, yeah you're never going to be able to, to and handle finding it. a purpose and setting right. goals and right. You know, it has been a very, um, similar theme through all of the, Right. The podcast. And I didn't talk to anybody and tell them, hey, this is our theme. The only thing I said is overcoming adversity. How did you get through this? And, right. And, you know, some are still going through it. Some um, are through it, have been through it for years and years. And some just barely got through it. And mm-hmm. some are going to deal with it their whole life. You know, it just, and that's fine. But a similar attribute of all of it is persevering yep. and just staying focused and just trust, Finding. trusting, just trusting that doing all these things is going to get you where you want to get, mm-hmm. you know, putting one foot in front of the other, trying to the best you can, trying to be a better you. Finding um, your why. Yep. Finding, finding that, you know, that's, that's the way I, that's what I found with me. Um, you know, that doesn't always work for everyone, I don't think. Um, but, you know, that, that worked for me and, and it's helped me but they all have found something that's helped them persevere through this mm-hmm. hardship or this, this adversity that they're going through, whatever it is, you know? And a lot of times uh, these guests only shared like one thing that happened to them, you know, and I, and I know that they've had other situations like your mom could have talked about getting cancer, you know, you know, there's, all sorts of different things that, that could have talked about, you know, with mine, I, I could have talked about, you know, losing my mom right after I, I just mm-hmm. glazed over that, but that was really hard for me. And then, and then almost losing my dad in the house when he had a heart attack here. Like there's a lot of, 
things that have happened that that you know just help you appreciate what you have and keep yeah. wanting to live live life to the fullest while you got it so. something i wanted <clears throat> wanted to say is that uh i think this is a great thing that you're doing and uh really proud of you i think i just heard like a crowd cheering after you said yeah. that <laughs> in the background maybe i can and, put that uh, in behind somehow and uh you know, I live with you every day, but I've learned a lot about you and kind of taking, um, seeing you in this new perspective as like, you know, doing your podcast and everything. Um, it's helped me to realize how far you have come. And so I'm really proud of that. So I think you're doing good stuff here. So the other night when you said that I'm the same SOB that I was. No, I never said that. <laughs> seven years ago. No, I never said that. Um, I think it's a good thing. And so I know that there'll be, well, yeah, I feel like it is too. I, I, and I say this almost every episode that, you know, I get more out of this than I think anybody does. And I think that's just because, um, of the situation that I've been through. And so seeing others, pers others persp perspective of them going through these hardships uh, just kind of reaffirms what I've kind of learned yeah. about going through it. And so, and just learning different things. One thing that uh, a friend of mine really liked about your episode is um, when you said, trust God, lovely, lovely trust, God. trust God, right? Still and say it said to myself all the time, every day, <laughs> every day when you wake up every day before you go to bed, um, but uh, he really liked that that motto that you have or that prayer or whatever you want to call it. Um, that was really enlightening to him. So, yeah. and I think I think people can lots of little nuggets that you can right you can take right from each episode. So and keep up the of, good work. Lots of learning that we can all do about you know take from each of these experiences and. And say, yeah, man, I really liked how they handled this. Let me incorporate that into my right. life. And I really liked how they're this way. And let me right. incorporate that into my life and, you know, help us uh, perfect ourselves or, or be the best, be the best yeah. Lee that we can or be the best Carla that we can or, right. or Jim to or John progress. or whatever, yeah. whatever your name you is. Know, be the best um, person you can be. And that, and that's, you know, what, that's what this is. I guess that's what this kind of, what I'm kind of aiming to do is you know, help people realize that, you know, they can, they can change and, and it's not easy for anyone. Right. Everyone has a hard time at some point, even, you know, people that you don't think, uh, you just may not know that they have it because you're not privy to know that. Yeah. Something that popped into my mind while you were just talking is, Going back for a second to Tim Warnock, like he's walking through such a terrible, yeah, horrible thing, and but he can still see where he's blessed, right? And he can still encourage other people, and such a great example, like that helps me want to be a better person, yeah. So, yeah, lots more was, to come, and uh, yeah, keep yep. up the good work, and we'll be uh. Like I said at the beginning, um, 
I'm going to be, I'm going to miss two weeks here, uh, putting a, putting an episode up. So, um, possibly just one. No, it's going to be two. It's going to be two. I don't think I can get one. I don't think I can get one that second week. Um, I get, I get back on a, on a Saturday, late Saturday. And so the episode would go up Tuesday. I don't think I can get a, a guest by then, but we'll see. Uh, maybe I can, if I can't, uh, we'll check back and, uh, just, uh, stay tuned and keep listening and please, uh, share, share the podcast if you like it. And if you don't share it anyway, <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. And, uh, we will see you next time. Bye.